Welcome to the Associate Show of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development Podcasts. Each publication in our journal is a great opportunity to share significant and audacious contributions to a large audience. My guests today are Stefan Kosguard from the University of Southern Denmark and Caroline Wigren Christofferson from Malmö University. They were the guest editors of a special issue entitled Entrepreneurship and Embeddedness Process, Context and Theoretical Foundations. It's all branded. Karin Ellerstedt, Krianet Alsos, and Jorun Grande were also guest editors of this special issue. It has been published in the volume 34, numbers 3 and 4 of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, a journal edited by Teller and Francis. Stefan, Caroline, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Can you tell us what is the origin of this special issue? Why have you decided to address this particular topic? Yes, uh, we were a group of researchers, uh, the, the editors of this special issue, and also um, um, Elisabeth Junggren and uh, Anna Stevenson, Maria Agustam, who had a great opportunity to have some research uh, uh, money or money for network activities between 2016 and 2019 and the money came from a um, was it was um, the, this network that we had was financed by the joint committee for nordic research councils in the humanities and social science so during the, those years we engaged in a discussion about the concept and phenomenon of embeddedness and this was a great journey and we ended this process with uh, having this opportunity to um, to edit a special issue in entrepreneurship and regional development so that was the background and the history of why we ended up with uh, doing this what are the the main contributions of of this special issue i think the the main contributions uh, to some extent grew out of the discussions that we had during the project that that carolina just mentioned earlier um, the focus of the project, of course, was embeddedness and entrepreneurship. That's uh, a topic that we had all been been working on uh, in various ways, coming from from different theoretical backgrounds. And and we were having these great discussions, and we were also bringing in people like Bing Johannesson to discuss with us. But I think the overall sentiment in the group was that our discussions on embeddedness were getting a little bit stuck. We were getting a little bit stuck in the usual theoretical frameworks we were having tr trouble uh, sort of talking about um, not just the sort of the positive and enabling uh, effects of embeddedness but also talking about the the the, the, the negative sides of embeddedness and how um, embeddedness processes are dynamic and can go towards more embeddedness, but can also reverse uh, and, and, and so entrepreneurs or people in, in different contexts becoming disembedded somehow in relation to entrepreneurial activities. So, so we felt as we were, I think as we were moving to, towards the end of that project, that there was really a need for uh, some kind of forum that would try to sort of shake the box a little bit, uh, so to speak. I don't know if that phrase works in English, but <laughs> in Danish it does, uh, at least. Um, so kind of um, challenge our, 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 our the, the, the way of talking about embeddedness, the way of studying embeddedness that we felt we were perhaps a little bit stuck in, at least in our little group. So we put out the call in, in ERD and, and got a lot of submissions, um, a lot more, I think, than we had expected. 
uh, on the topic of embeddedness. Now, as we were as we were moving uh, sort of into this discussion and and trying to to open the black box, if you will, or, or problematize the way that embeddedness has been been researched in entrepreneurship, um, we, we we were also using a lot uh, the the literature review review work that Carolina and and some of the other colleagues were were doing, and that was also published recently in ERD. Um, so, so, so there are, there were three main areas that that we were kind of looking into, uh, and and three main areas that we were trying to trying to push the authors of the papers in the special issue uh, towards. So that one of them was, uh, and and we cover this in the editorial as well. One of them is emphasizing the the processual nature of embeddedness. So saying we need to look at embeddedness not as a static, either you are embedded in a context or you're not, but as a as a journey or a process, both for the entrepreneur, but also for the people around the entrepreneur in a given context. So you could imagine that uh, as an entrepreneur becomes highly embedded and perhaps very successful in a context, you know, some of the people that were already in that context might become disembedded. We we know some of this from, from rural studies about how in-migrant entrepreneurs uh, uh, can somehow create these um, niches, if you will, and then the, the original locals, they, they become disembedded a little bit. So we wanted to emphasize a, a process perspective uh, and, and also a process perspective that could go uh, both ways. So a process of becoming embedded, but also a process of becoming disembedded. And then perhaps invite a little bit more of a, a problematization and, and, and thinking a little bit more complex about these these dynamics and how they enable and also constrain entrepreneurial activity. So clearly um, being too embedded is is not necessarily always a good thing. Uh, and, 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 and entrepreneurs might need to actively uh, disembed in some ways. So that's one that's one area. Another area was uh, an invitation to think about embeddedness as both a multi-level and also multi-dimensional um, process. So there's a lot of focus on social embeddedness in entrepreneurship research, but there are also other contexts than the social that one might be embedded in. Uh, so looking at both the social and the spatial and the institutional, for instance, context at the same time and seeing these different dimensions in interplay uh, was something that we were very, um, very curious about. And I think um, I think there's a couple of papers in the special issue that really do a very good job in thinking about uh, the, the multidimensional aspects and also uh, the multi-level aspects, I would say the um, the paper by Jenny Larsen and her colleagues from Norway, the salmon industry in Norway that they study, I think was a great example of something that's multidimensional and also multi-level in studying how the sort of the, the salmon producing firms in Norway, they kind of go in different directions. So we have the, the larger ones that consolidate and then we have the smaller ones that 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 try to solve problems in 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 sort of collective localized manners and the two trajectories of these groups of firms where one sort of pursues an embeddedness strategy whereas the other one becomes disembedded from the local areas of the salmon production how they how they how they influence each other is actually a very nice multi-level uh, story uh, and of course, the, the paper by um, Novak and Raffaelli, they, they, they very explicitly take a multi-level perspective uh, 
on their study of the social enterprises in the UK, which I think also works really well. But that was something that we were really attentive to wanting to emphasize the need for multi-level and also multi-dimensional uh, studies. And then the third one um, that we put forward in the um, in the edit, edit, editorial is the new uh, the need for new theoretical foundations. So a lot of the research on embeddedness has taken its starting point in uh, in, in in social network theory, Kranovetter, uh, and so on, and to some extent also some sociology, maybe some Bourdieu. Um, but that's yeah, I'm putting my neck out a little bit here, but I think that's that's more or less it. Uh, and of course, it's kind of built into both those theoretical frameworks that embeddedness means access to resources. So it kind of enables uh, entrepreneurial activity uh, as the primary function in that. So we were really hoping to invite um, new theoretical foundations, maybe entrepreneurship scholars looking into other sociologists than Bourdieu or Granovet, you know, taking different directions uh, in that. Uh, that is probably more difficult than than we had expected, but maybe we can come back to that. But again, I would say the the, the Novak and Raffaele paper really did a good job in taking the um, Polanyi perspective of embeddedness and using that to uh, to unfold this multi-level analysis of the UK um, social enterprises. So those were the three key areas that we focused on and in 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 the editorial and also were kind of. They were kind of select selection criteria for the papers that we included and also directions that we were trying to 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 nudge the authors a little bit uh, towards. Uh, and they're summarized in 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 the editorial where we also position the, the the papers in the in in the special issue. we position them in these uh, in these three areas that we wanted to focus on. So I would say for me, at least, I think that's that's the main contribution kind of pushing the research on embeddedness and entrepreneurship towards these three areas of development, if you will. During your guest editor journey, what was your biggest surprise? We have talked about this in, in the group. And, and uh, one thing that we, we have reflected upon is that we got quite many papers submitted and we were quite surprised. It was really nice to see all all this job that has been conducted, but also we could see that uh, a lot of those papers had a context perspective. So like uh, contextualizing entrepreneurship is something that we really have started to, to do. But then moving from the perspective of like contextualizing and the context and to embeddedness, uh, we mean somehow that the entrepreneur is embedding into different contexts. Uh, so we see that embeddedness is contributing, but to 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 engage in this dialogue that we had been engaged in for three years during our process, that was a little bit challenging to to really try to like uh, have a, give feedback and engage in discussions with the authors to somehow share our understanding about embeddedness. But but for sure we could conclude that to contextualize entrepreneurship, that is something we have started to do in the field. And, but we wanted something more. Um, and also like um, that there are a lot of like interesting uh, research going on. And if we when we have our rich empirical material, it is actually possible to to, to get an understanding and, and do what the authors in this special issue managed to do. Yeah, I would say if I can contribute a little bit to that. Um, 
one of the things that that I thought was 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 challenging here was actually to shift sort of from from one way, not just not just one theoretical framework, but but kind of the mindset that comes with thinking about embeddedness as you know something that entrepreneurs use to access resources, build legitimacy, and so and so forth. That whole sort of um, that that whole sort of instrumental view of entrepreneurship shifting out of that and then embracing, for instance, a Polanyan perspective on embeddedness, for me, proved much more difficult than I had expected. Uh, of course, if you look at some of my prior research on embeddedness, that's firmly rooted in a sort of access to resources, legitimacy type of, of, of mindset. So it was also a shift that I had to do, but it was it was really, really difficult. Uh, to 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 make that theoretical shift and 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 personally, I'm I'm I guess I'm still kind of working on it a little bit. <laughs> so it, it is it is that 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 shift uh, for me was 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 really difficult. It's not as easy as one might think to just say let's get some new theoretical perspectives on this. It's the the taken for granted and sort of the institutionalization of certain ways of thinking about a concept such as embeddedness they go deep uh, once you've sort of done empirical work or conceptualized in that uh, line of thinking for 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 some years making that shift is 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 quite difficult um i remember a conversation that Carolina and i had with uh, Vicky and Paula on their paper uh, where they they had kind of written a sort of very positive story originally on their data. And they were very surprised that this is not what Carolina and I were looking for. So we were the kind of the primaries on, on that paper. That's not what we, we were looking for. We were basically looking uh, for something that could be very critical and something that could embrace explicitly an alternative uh, perspective. So the Polanyi perspective of embeddedness is not one where entrepreneurship is fantastic and the solution to all the problems. Uh, it's it, that that it's 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 a little bit more complicated. So 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 they were expecting us uh, to want something very different. So that whole conversation showed a little bit uh, how how deep these uh, these uh, taken for granted so to speak how deep they go so that was a, a surprise to me at least what are the the main contributions of this special issue for entrepreneurs managers policymakers or practitioners in general i think that um, that that we tend to fall into the same traps that we maybe take things for granted and uh, and i think that early when i started to reflect upon this that was like in 2018 when I started to have discussions I think that was when we met the first time Stefan Olsson and we agree and we decided to try to get those money uh, but we fall into this trap to see it as something that is uh, enabling entrepreneurship and uh, to attract resources and and also um, that we, we 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 don't really see when we are embedded which means that we don't necessarily see those who might be disembedded so we are so i think it's very human to embed into different spheres and into different networks but it's something we take so much for granted so we might end up with those big boys network and with people coming from the same backgrounds people coming from the same university so there is this over embeddedness that um, that has been something that we are happy that's the narratives and the stories we often tell but it might also actually hinder or like if you look into rural entrepreneurship that uh, 
people who are coming as newcomers to a rural setting and the people are saying that, well, you will never manage. We have never managed here before to start the business and then they successfully manage. So I think we're all a little bit over embedded and that could be question because if we really are looking for innovation and new perspectives, new ways of doing things, we all need to move out of our taken for granted boxes. So I think it goes very well also for policymakers and for entrepreneurs and also for, um, for, for managers. So and also I think that it's very well shown because when you come into a new organizational context, you see things so clearly that people who have been there for a long time do not see. So we tend to be a little bit blind for our everyday life. And uh, and I think that is exactly what we want to, that conversation is what we wanted to to, to, to engage in and, and open up for when we started our network um, now quite some time back. But to just flip the way of thinking about it. Uh. Yeah, I think the paper that um, Red Hat and Beaker did for our special issue did a pretty good job in showing the dangers of, of over-embeddedness. Um, I mean, it's not, you know, they find that, that you know, in the in the peripheral area that they're studying, sort of the locals, they are over embedded and they simply cannot get motivated to do anything. Uh, I mean, maybe it's a little bit. I'm sketching it a little bit uh, simplified here, but basically the locals they are not entrepreneurial at all. It's the in migrants that are entrepreneurial, and 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 they can kind of envision things that are different. So the locals they are over embedded and over embedded, and they have to have difficulties. Um, sort of imagining alternative views of what that place might be. So I think that that's one example of how I think we need to stop thinking about embeddedness as this sort of one directional and, and sort of positive enabling factor. I think it's a lot more complicated than that. I think uh, the, the need to study alternative contexts uh, like refugee, entrepreneurship, uh, such as, as as I think it's it's Aki's paper that talks about refugee entrepreneurship. Uh, I think she does a really good job in that. I think the value in exploring alternative forms of entrepreneurship, alternative context, uh, is is one way of of also getting a better view at at the embeddedness processes. And then I think also um, if we look deeper into this. We're beginning to see some power dynamics. I think we're beginning to see some dynamics that sort of question this idea that localization, place-based strategies, um, you know, getting, building entrepreneurial activities from the people that are highly embedded has limitations, right? So I don't think that the, the local entrepreneur, the local salmon entrepreneurs that Jenny and her colleagues were, were looking at, I don't think you know it's great and they have localized entrepreneurship and it's good for the for the local areas that they're in but you know it's the console it's probably the consolidated uh, disembedding uh, salmon corporations that are making all the money uh, <laughs> so it's like it's yeah there are limits to these to to this this notion of of embeddedness as something that's really important for entrepreneurs uh, sometimes disembedding uh, is 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 important and then of course once you start to embrace alternative theoretical perspectives like like Vicky and Paula did uh, with the Polanyi perspective, you begin to see like really complicated political multidimensional issues with uh, shifting policies um, that in a way are sort of 
on the face of it, pro-entrepreneurial really turn out. So kind of like um, deregulation, getting entrepreneurs, private sector entrepreneurs into the health sector and so on in the UK. All of these sort of pro-entrepreneurship policies, how they actually become a huge challenge for social entrepreneurs actually wanting to make a difference. So that brings up the policy dimension as something that's really important and something that also kind of like complicates the picture a little bit. And then, of course, uh, there are so many things about embeddedness in terms of uh, ethnicity, in terms of social class, uh, in terms of background uh, that 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 we have only begun to look into. And where I think there's a huge um, there's a huge uh, 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 sort of potential for improving our understanding of the positive and negative effects of embeddedness and and the, the processual nature of it and, and how your background influences what you are able to do uh, that I think challenges the sort of fundamental meritocratic assumption that underlies a lot of our theorizing about entrepreneurship. Um, we didn't get that in the special issue, but you know, if, 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 if colleagues read through the special issue and kind of generate new ideas about, we could also look at, you know, uh, intersectional perspectives on gender. There's a couple of papers out already on intersectionality that I think, and entrepreneurship that I think are amazing or social class or different areas like that. I know Alistair did uh, a sort of a, a paper on, on class and entrepreneurship uh, back, I think in 2000 that I think would be amazing if people would would revisit and so on. So there's, you know, let's hope it brings out a lot more questions than the ones that we were able to cover in in in, in the special issue. Thanks a lot, Caroline and Stefan, for participating to our show and presenting your special issue, entrepreneurship and embeddedness, process, context, and theoretical foundations. All our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship.shirdy.com and on the main podcast platforms.